Hey everybody, welcome back to the Midnight Terrors podcast. This is Kevin, and I'm here not with a guest. I'm here with the uh, triumphant return, the return of the Jedi, uh, which is my favorite Star Wars movie. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, <laughs> uh, but, uh, Jason's well, back. Diamond, and this is Midnight Terror. Yeah, buddy. Man, Jason, I have missed you, dude. It's been a hot minute. More terrier than before with the new formula. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's been a hot minute. We've uh, we've not recorded since like the end of August, beginning of September is when the last episode with you on it came out. Yeah, man, I was I was sad to be gone for a little while, but I had to take a little time. Sure, uh, totally, man. But absolutely um, glad to be back. I would fight you on Return of the Jedi being. <laughs> Well, you just said your favorite. You didn't necessarily say it was the best one. I thought about saying it was the best one, but I knew that that would lead to fighting words, and I think we're already going to have some of those on this episode, so I just kind of left it alone. Empire. Empire for life, son. Oh, I thought for sure you would say Phantom Menace, but... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, You know... Yeah, we just we we we'll just pretend that one didn't happen. <laughs> you can pretend it didn't happen. I grew up watching that thing, man. Uh, okay, but but you can watch episode two and pretend the sand scene doesn't happen because oh it gets everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you delivered that as well as uh, as well as it's delivered in the movie. Um, all honesty, that's probably my least favorite Star Wars movie is Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's definitely not a good one. <laughs> no, <laughs> but uh, I actually had a, a huge debate with my dad for years because for some reason he thought that uh, a new hope is where the "I am your father" line came in. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, but, and I was yeah, like, no, Empire. dad, it's it's Empire Strikes Back, and he was we fought about this for years, and finally <laughs> I think he just rewatched it, and I was like, I told you. He's like, oh, you were actually right. Okay, but to be fair, he doesn't watch Star Wars like constantly. He actually sure. got pretty sick of it for a while. So, sure. It was, uh, well, it was yeah, there was, there was a couple of years where it was just uh, watched everywhere. So, yeah, but uh, it's all good. But I think uh, a a series that is probably just as much up for debate as Star Wars right now is the Halloween franchise, and uh, you guys can well, tell. Go ahead, we buddy. started with disagreement, and we are definitely going to return to it. <laughs> yes, we are. So as you guys can tell from the from the title, all you wonderful listeners, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we're going to talk about the movie that is is the number one movie in the country, but is stirring up quite a debate. Uh, Halloween Ends is our topic tonight, and uh, just a heads up right now before I forget, we're going to spoil the ever-loving shit out of this thing so uh, yeah if, if, if you haven't seen it go ahead and wait watch it first because yeah, we're going to talk about it front to back because we can't really do this episode without talking about the whole thing um, no like you there's the, no way to go spoiler free with it no halloween ends is like the first halloween movie where i feel like we can't even give like a synopsis of what the plot is without spoiling it so yeah exactly yeah so spoilers all over the place if you if you have not uh seen it yet go watch it it's on peacock it's in the theater go watch it and then come on back um and before we do the deep dive into halloween ends i just want to 
give a couple shout outs. I want to say thank you to my mom, my brother, excuse me, and uh, Mr. J and Harley and Tyler for coming on the last few uh, episodes, the last uh, five or so. Uh, there's a lot of good content in there. So if you guys have not heard those episodes, definitely go back and, uh, and check those out. And I'm sure all of those wonderful people will come back sometime soon. So, yeah, I definitely uh, appreciate everybody that helped out filling in for me and, uh, you know, go back and listen to it. Just because I'm not on here doesn't mean it's not listenable. <laughs> um, yeah, I keep the I keep it afloat, I suppose. <laughs> although, although I, you know, I am a little bit biased. But <laughs> True, true, true. So again, thank you, Mr. J, Harley, Tyler, Sean, and my mom, Kat, for jumping on we really appreciate it and thank you all for uh for tuning in as well to all those episodes and to this one so but enough beating around the bush let's dive on in to halloween ends so this was a highly highly anticipated movie it's the end of the david gordon green halloween trilogy uh and jason just to go back just a little bit what has been your your obviously we both love the original we've said that ad nauseum on this show uh but what's been your take on the previous two movies to come before this one um i well to start off to um i know you said of course number one movie in the country right now um but i'm i'm really interested to see what those numbers look like uh <laughs> this weekend because <laughs> uh, probably yeah, one those... of the biggest drop-offs in history I uh, yeah, because you have those movies that, you know, opening weekend, everybody's anticipating it, and then you get people in on it, and it's not what they expected, or they didn't like it, or whatever, and you see a huge drop next weekend. Yeah. Um, so, um, to be I don't fair, know. I, to it, be fair it, it, I'm it, saying number one movie in the country, because that's what the headlines say, not necessarily what I think. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, just uh, numbers and sales-wise, of course. Yeah, for sure. Um, um but let's remember that at one time Waterworld was the number one movie in the country, but um, I digress. Um, <laughs> um, no, so um, as far as this trilogy uh, goes, I, I've been very happy with it. Uh, I, I liked the first one. Um, I, I liked Kills. Um, I thought Kills had like kills especially like so like the first one i liked because it was like kind of seeing laurie she's always kind of been i guess ready for him mm -hmm. to come back or or anticipating him coming back yeah so she's kind of always like uh had it on her mind but it like not really kind of doing anything about it so sure um the the first one out of out of this trilogy i thought it was very cool to see her going kind of doomsday prep and having like yeah. a, a plan and like having all these traps set in her house like as her house i mean david i think they even say it in the end like it's it's not a house it's a trap yeah exactly uh, Going very you know, uh, Sarah Connor on Michael Myers. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, um, so I, I, I really like that aspect of the first one, um, and then the second one. You know, they they went with a little different, um, you know, turn on it. I, you know, I like the fact that um, 
kind of the side storyline was people um you know just kind of panicking and and turning on each other the like mob mentality of you know just people kind of lose their minds and and go crazy when they're scared yeah um, which was so, very very appropriate for uh when halloween kills came out and it was actually supposed to come out during uh 2020 so right right it was pushed um so it was um it was cool to have that kind of side storyline along with it but i i feel like the that side storyline kind of got equal screen time uh with michael mm-hmm. uh, and uh one of the things that i've been saying uh forever whether it's uh michael myers or uh you know jason from friday 13 or all these guys that you know keep coming back whether it's freddie jason you know whoever i'm like um why didn't just like the entire town just like kick his ass (laughs) 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 you know it's like it's like it's singled down to one person or two people three people maybe and Mm -hmm. they all separate and get killed and i'm like why is nobody just like going and grabbing like all the neighbors or or at least grabbing like the whole police department being like yo like let's get about 20 of us on this mother and handle it (laughs) very true (laughs) take us all out yeah, well, Which as we a, apparently you find out at the end of two that he can take them all yeah, out. Yeah, that is. Uh, <laughs> there are two massacres in Halloween Kills, which is the firefighter kills yeah, right at, the at the beginning, beginning yeah. and then him just wrecking that mob. <laughs> yeah, at the yeah. very end, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much right where you are with the with the first two in this trilogy. I actually really loved uh, Halloween 2018. It is. Uh, honestly like my second favorite in the franchise now right behind the original i think there's such yeah. a good like double feature yeah. um kills they did a great job with it oh yeah friend it was fantastic that brought a big old smile on my face there were so many like shots recreated from the first one but from the opposite perspective where Lori's hunting michael now right um, right so i thought they did a phenomenal job with that kills i did like when i first saw it in the theater but it actually really caught me off guard with uh, with where they went. And I didn't walk out of the theater like absolutely loving it, but I definitely kept thinking about it. Um, yeah, it was, it was different, but it was different in like a good way. I was the same. I was the same thing. Like uh, when it when I realized that the story was kind of go a little gonna go a little heavier, like on the town itself. Yeah. I was like, well, well, this is different, but it, yeah. it was it was a good different. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, but upon rewatching Kills, like on my own again, and then with uh, with my brother Sean, who hadn't seen it yet, um, I have come to really, really enjoy that one as well. So I was super hyped for Halloween Ends, and just to preview um, our thoughts, as I understand it. I really and en- sorry guys if you can hear my dog making a bunch of noise by the way he's like scratching himself off to the side there um but I think what the con- what the overview of the episode is is that Jason did not like Halloween ends and then I actually really liked it quite a bit is that fair Jason Oh yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> and, um, uh, and and it's 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 sad for me because I I 
really had big hopes for it. Um, sure. And I love Halloween. And again, I, I, my big hopes came from liking the previous two so much. So Yeah, and I do want to preface my thoughts as we sort of get going into the plot here. I don't think that this is a you know, a masterpiece by any means. I definitely think that there were some balls dropped here. Um, I Like, there's some stuff from Halloween Kills that's just never mentioned again. Uh, or if it is mentioned, it doesn't go where I thought it was gonna, gonna go. But I, overall, I, I enjoyed Halloween Ends. I don't know how high up in my ranking of the franchise I would put it, but I, I enjoyed it for for what it was and overall like you know this is the what are we jason 13 movies into the halloween franchise now yeah i think that's about right something like that and uh how side note how did halloween get to 13 movies before friday the 13th like that's just (laughs) something wrong there you know that's a good point (laughs) but uh you know valid point (laughs) yeah and you know aside from halloween three season of the witch we've had you know, no disrespect to to the original, but we've had kind of the same movie over and over again throughout well, the franchise, save for a few you know, differences. I've I've actually heard a lot of people, um, uh, not nec- not necessarily um, say that the the movies in themselves are similar, mm-hmm. um, but I hear a lot of people, um, especially people that liked it, um, that are saying, you know, it reminds me of season of the witch um, I, I can see that for sure i don't so when i saw that i actually saw that comparison before i saw the movie and that actually one i was trying to stay away from spoilers but when i saw that i was actually a lot more curious and i think it's a and you can chime in here too i i think it's a fair comparison in that the story isn't solely about Michael, but at the same time, it's built around Michael. Whereas Season of the Witch is very like, no, Michael's dead after Halloween too. We're gonna we're gonna go with a separate story that's just on Halloween. Yeah, I think I think the the main comparison um, between the two, or, or why people have been saying that, is is because it's an offbeat uh, Halloween movie. Yeah, like it's it's not the typical or, or um, it, it's kind of way left field from what you expect or or you know what you're used to with a Halloween movie. So I think yeah. that initial that initial comparison is just like okay, this is not a Halloween movie that you're expecting. Um, so that's why people kind of do that comparison. But um, you know, watching it and and. I actually want you to kind of because we we've talked just to say that we disagree about the movie, but I haven't heard you actually kind of unpack and and you yeah. know what you liked, what you didn't like, that stuff. So we haven't really talked about it other than to to say, oh, I liked it. No, I didn't like it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but um, I, there there were some moments in there too where they're they're kind of playing with the mask and um what's the what's the character's name i can't remember his name um uh cory cory yeah um so there's there's a couple of instances with cory and the mask and kind of playing with it where they're uh maybe giving a little bit back to halloween three um or just uh 
kind of brushing across it um, with him putting the mask on and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I guess uh, to to unpack so, it further, I guess the best thing to do would be to to just dive into the into the plot. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I'll let you go first. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I'll want you to go first. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, so let's start off at the at the beginning of the movie where uh, we're introduced to Corey. Um, and, you know, just if you've already seen it, then you already know what we're talking about. Essentially, the with the, with the overall plot of the movie, Michael Myers isn't the focal point anymore. We are focused on a new character named Corey who is and this takes me back to the rob zombie halloween movie the first one just a little bit yeah we kind of see the beginning of a new, well essentially the whole transformation of a new shape so to speak um yes. and so the movie opens and Corey is babysitting a little kid named jeremy and my god jason my so he's babysitting and he accidentally kills Jeremy because Jeremy is playing a prank on on him and locks him in the closet and Corey just straight this is Sparta kicks the door open out of fear and Jeremy falls over the rail and lands at the bottom of the staircase. Yeah, so he accidentally kills him. Yeah. My yeah. jaw was on the floor with that death scene. Like I did not see that coming at all. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Um because Just they, for a, yeah, because falling over the balcony, it's it's still <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they kind brutal. of they kind of misdirect you through this opening, and I part of the reason I love uh, a good chunk of this movie is because I thought this opening was awesome. Um, my again, my like my nails were digging into my seat. I was so on edge. They kind of misdirect you. They make you think that, uh, cause what I thought when I read the synopsis that it was going to be about someone being accused of murder. I thought that Michael Myers had disappeared, came back, killed this kid. And then Corey was on the hook for that. I didn't realize he was actually going to kill him himself. Right. Right. And so with that misdirect, I don't know, man, like when they were talking about the paranoia in the town following Michael Myers disappearing, I just something about it really, really, gripped me and right after jeremy dies we cut to the halloween titles and i was like instantly hooked in uh, well and and the misdirect too is it's uh you know it's a kid he's babysitting uh, you know and you think that you know he's going to be babysitting and here comes michael because that's what happens <laughs> your yeah. baby's sitting in here comes michael and then that's it went a completely different direction yeah. um and they give you little yeah. hints like the the kitchen knife disappearing do we ever find out what happened to that um no i don't believe so okay that was that I, was uh bizarre i'm a, i'm only on one watch so some yeah little same detail. same so little details like that um i'd have to go back and look again Sure. I just um, wondered if you remember. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't remember um, them really addressing that at all. Okay, gotcha. Um, so yeah, the opening really like instantly. I was gripped into the into the movie, but I didn't know how. I heard the complaints beforehand that everybody didn't like that Michael Myers wasn't in it very much. Right. But it's it's tricky to. This is another 
way that this is similar to Season of the Witch is that, to me, it is a good movie, but it's hard to fully accept that it's part of the Halloween franchise. <laughs> so Exactly. You know, but like at the end well, of the day, I don't think it's a bad movie. It is a little bizarre that it's in the Halloween franchise. Yes, exactly. But the the themes that they kind of unravel as we get going here is kind of why I appreciated how different this one was. Well, and while we're talking about the opening, um, because I, I did notice this about the rest of the movie, mm-hmm. did, did they even play the theme during, during the opening credits? Uh, yes, they, um, they did one thing they've done and I think they've done this with all the movies, but they always sort of like change up the arrangement of the theme song. Um, yeah, but th- this, this one, uh, other than the opening, it's not used at all, not mm-hmm. even any kind of different arrangement or so they, you know, and that, and that was an afterthought. Like I, right. I you know, as I'm watching the movie, yeah. Well, maybe until like the end, like when he and especially when it finally gets down to he and Lori going at it, like you know, yeah. I want to hear, I want to hear the freaking Halloween theme. Yeah, it, I Halloween. think it, that's very true. Yeah, I think it's, and it doesn't play. Yeah, I mean, it, it's in, it's definitely used in the opening credits because we see all the pumpkins like right, like spawning out of each other, and then at the yeah. end, there's a there's a blank one. So it definitely plays there. And then when we cut, when Laurie starts telling her flashback, or not flashback, right. but like the story of Michael Myers, they right. start using her theme song from Halloween 78 with the... And after that, right. I think it kind of just goes away. Yeah. And then, and then other than that, you know, that the classic Halloween thing, they don't, they don't play it at all. Um, yeah, it doesn't even it's not even the song to close out the movie until yeah. like the later part of the credits. Yeah, which is kind of where I picked up on it like when it went to like close the movie like you're expecting the and yep. then I was like wait, nope, nope, okay. And that's one thing I've noticed with this trilogy cuz I love listening to the scores for Halloween Kills and Halloween 2018. Halloween 2018 yeah. is probably the closest to the original score being used prominently, but even at that point, they were already like kind of trying different things with the music, and then Halloween Kills is just like totally, totally different music. Right, and and that's cool. Like, and even like you said, there's there's been some kind of like rearrangements of it, or some kind of like you know rethoughts on it, or um, but it. it it's still the theme like you you right. know it when you hear it it's iconic when you hear that even if it's a little bit different on the backgrounds and stuff like that like it it, it you know yeah. it is what it is it is definitely um, a key element in setting the tone of a halloween movie so would you say that that kind of made you feel less like you were watching a halloween movie with the song not being there well no i well like i said i i kind of didn't realize it until towards the end um but now that it clicked with me when i go back to watch it again it'll definitely happen (laughs) um but i like kind of the first you know viewing i was more focused on other things especially because the story was all out of whack um well i mean what a 
What a oh. misdirect that comes after the opening scene. Did you expect that Laurie would all of a sudden be uh, <laughs> like really cool with Halloween and just completely forgetting that her daughter was killed? Uh, yeah, so that that bothered me too. Um, so that's one of the, the balls that I mentioned earlier being dropped, that that was like the cliffhanger of Halloween Kills, and it is only mentioned like once. Yeah, so that that was a big thing for me too, because it's like, okay... You you leave off Halloween kills, and you know that that's the big cliffhanger. And you know you're going into this one. You're like, oh, you know, Lori's gonna be pissed. <laughs> like, yeah, you're like, it's gonna be complete and total chaos in their final showdown. And she's just like, nah, Halloween's fine. Let's make a <laughs> let's make a pie and and carve pumpkins and well, stuff. Well, yeah, and going completely completely opposite of the first two movies her attitude about everything was just kind of blah yeah or like you know like it was this whole afterthought like not only not bringing up you know her daughter dying but also at the same time she goes all crazy you know making her house into a trap and doing all this you know prepping and stuff like now you can you can argue that well, no, I was going to say that you could argue after the trap. She thought he was dead, but no, he comes back in the second one. So. Oh, no, no, no. They're, they're in the back of the yeah, truck yeah. and they see the firefighters <laughs> yeah, she, go. <laughs> to, yeah, she uh, knows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, it's like, it's like she just completely was just like over. It was like a whole different character. She's like, oh, um, yeah. It's I, Halloween. Like yeah. she, and, and I, I don't even think she even uh, really mentions or says like, uh, or at least shows any concern for Michael coming back. Like, no, not really. She's kind of buried it, which is which is which is something that I actually do kind of like about this trilogy is that it kind of shows the the stages of her trauma. Um, in that, like the first one, she's very like it, like she's a badass, but she's extreme paranoia. And then we get to kills, and it's very like even though she can't do anything, it's very like angry and you know, kind of, you know, going right. at other people and coming for people's throats to get what she wants. And then this one, it's like, well, I'm just going to bury it. Well, it's kind of like yeah. <laughs> the stages of grief or the stages of death where like the final stage is like acceptance. <laughs> so, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I guess I guess like maybe that's what they were going for. She just accepted it or I, I, I don't know what they were shooting for there. But yeah, yeah. that was that was a big problem with me um yeah it's like kind of from, she, we, we kind see, of from the get-go it's like she just doesn't care anymore like it's yeah, not we see it's like not lori or or at least it's not the lori that they've built up over the last two no it, it felt very backwards it's like she's like his rage like tormented the town and killed my daughter and we see one picture of her, maybe, and then, like, that's it. <laughs> like, right. Mm -hmm. And then she's, yeah, she's, like, a different character, and it's not until she sees uh, a new Michael Myers in Corey that she's kind of spurred on to be like, no, you have to, you have to face this, finally. Um, right. which Which I will say that, you know, as we're going along here, sort of a reason why I really enjoyed this Halloween entry, I think it kind of, I think it kind of can be thrown back to Rob Zombie's Halloween, like I mentioned earlier. 
I know a lot of people really hated that Michael Myers was given a backstory in Rob Zombie's universe. But mm-hmm. but to me that made him more grounded and actually quite a bit scarier. Uh yeah. Well and I um you say you know that he was given a backstory, but I, I don't really feel because Well, we got a backstory in, into his childhood somewhat. Well, yeah, but you just don't you don't see that part. It, that's that's what I liked about um, Zombies Halloween, the first one, is because, I mean, you know, obviously in the original Halloween, he kills his sister, he puts a mask on, there's something wrong with him. Yeah, he's, he's just he's just evil. He's, right, there's, there's something wrong with him altogether, and everybody knows that, but then it just jumps ahead 16 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, with Zombie, it's like he, it wasn't like this brand new backstory or he created a backstory it's just that he filled in that time like because there's yeah. a big time jump he just filled in that time and and in that uh, you know a kid that's messed up like that and then you know being raised in a mental institution and never getting out of, of course these are things that he's going to ex- experience and then it's it's going to lead him because he's already crazy anyway, and being locked up like that, it just kind of builds and builds and builds as he gets older, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, so it's not like a... Um, so we didn't retcon it. It's not like a full like re redoing of the story. It's just, you know, he filled in that time. Yeah, he filled in the, in the gaps. And right. again, I think that's kind of why I like... Uh, because in this iteration of the Halloween timeline, again, Michael Myers doesn't have... A story. He's just the shape again. Yeah, but I, he just killed his sister, and then just out of nowhere, he's an adult, and then he comes back. Yeah, and he doesn't know anything about Lori. He just knows, like, I am trying to kill this person. Although there's a big debate amongst these three movies where people are like, "Well, he's always trying to get to Lori," and I, w- from my perspective, no, he <laughs> he does not give a shit about Lori. He just he ends up where she is because of her, you know, way of doing things. But like, if you go back to the first one, he ends up at her house where the trap is because he's chasing the granddaughter. And in Halloween Kills, they say, well, he's coming to the hospital for Lori. He never even goes to the hospital, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then, and then now this one, it's been four years, and I know there's like a running joke. They're like, why the hell is Michael Myers hiding out in the sewer like Pennywise? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I again, I just, I think that... Well, I mean, there's there's been plenty of Halloweens where he leaves for an extended amount of time. Where is he going to hang out, man? Like... Yeah. He's also, not, going... not the also not the first time he's hit out in a in a sewer system. He did that in uh, from the end of Halloween four to Halloween five when the townspeople like blew him up at the end of Halloween yeah, four. Yeah, like it's not like he's renting a room at the Hilton while he's gone. I mean, <laughs> yeah, bro's gotta bro's gotta be somewhere. Yeah, and so um, I just I kind of like this concept in Halloween ends where sure I'd love to see more Michael, but we've seen so much of him over the last two movies that I kind of like that Laurie not only has to face Michael, but she also has to kind of face this this cycle 
that Michael's like sort of given birth to. Um, yeah. It's well, very, it's but... very artsy in the way it's done, but you know what I mean. Like, sh- there's like a, it's a full circle type thing for me. Yeah, it, it, it kind of is because uh, I mean, of of course you're seeing Corey slowly get more violent and you know slide into going crazy, and then. Michael sees that in him, so in his way decides to encourage it. Like he sees himself in Corey, so yeah. that's why it's like he's like, oh, because um, I'm not. I will say this: we're talking about what we don't like about Laurie's characterization. I'm not sure how much I like that. Uh, as much as I like Corey, I'm not sure how much I like the fact that Michael's just takes one look at this kid's eyes and just like, nah, you're fine, <laughs> you know. Right. Well, and he he does. Um, doesn't he kill somebody in front of him? Who, Michael? No, Corey. I I thought Michael saw him kill somebody. Well, so Corey uh, gets thrown. So Corey's being bullied in the wake or, of of all yeah, of, or, of all of or, what's or, happened. Or if not killing somebody, he he sees him getting pretty brutal on somebody. Right. Well, he gets Corey gets thrown over the over the bridge by those bully kids. Right. Um, which I kind of chuckled in the theater because I'm like, the I'm pretty sure these are like band kids. <laughs> like, right. you know, it's I find it kind of hard. But the whole town is screwed up, so I get it. But I was kind of chuckling. I'm like, there ain't no band kid that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna right. act like that. But because uh, I was in band myself. But um. <laughs> So Corey gets thrown over the bridge and Michael drags him into the sewers and is about to kill him, but then he lets him go. And then when he, when he, right. And when he leaves the sewers, that homeless man that's hanging out down there, like attacks him and says, you get me that mask. I'm Michael Myers. And then he kills the homeless man. And then that's when he goes off. Okay. And then later on, there's an ex-boyfriend of the granddaughter, Allison, that he, that Corey sort of lures into Michael Myers lair. Right. And they kill him together. Okay. That's all right. That's where I was getting that from. Right. And Corey says to Michael, like holding this, it's like a cop guy down. He holds the cop down and says, show me how to be like, you. show me how to, show me how to kill him. And Michael just mercilessly kills him. Right. Um, I was, yeah, I was just, um, which actually, takes away even further from the things that I liked about because <laughs> I um well just thinking about it before because I, I was thinking that he first killed somebody in front of Michael and then that's why Michael oh uh, I got what you're saying and you know you know what I'm saying like yeah he, you you thought Michael that Michael empathized with empathized with him empathized with him because he killed someone. Right, or at least saw himself in him, which, I mean, I guess later on, you know, he does, but yeah. Yeah, it's... Like, just taking taking one look at him, just, like, looking in his eyes, like, yeah, because I remember that part, but... Right. Yeah, just, like, looking in his eyes and being like, oh, I'm gonna let this guy go. Yeah, which, like, is, <laughs> which is another, like, point of debate with this movie that... So, another thread line that's dropped from Halloween Kills is at the very end, right before he kills Lori's daughter... Lori and the old cop are in the hospital talking about Michael 
and they're like the more he kills the more he transcends and like you know he's not they're hinting that he's not fully human and the cop says if only we knew yeah if only we knew then what we know now and i was like are we about to go like halloween six route where he's like an evil being controlled by someone else or something but then but then we go backwards in halloween ends and it's like no he's just a dude yeah he's still just a dude and uh I have to say, when when Corey finally snaps and like fights Michael Myers for his mask, that scene actually, I couldn't take it seriously. That fight was so ridiculous. Yeah, it's like it was like a cartoon where like they shuffle to one side to fight over the mask, and then they shuffle back. Uh, and I'm like, Michael's. I mean, it's only been four years, you know. Like, Michael in his sixties in the last two was go into town on people he couldn't take this kid yeah i mean that's a funny mention too because obviously you know uh, seeing him massacre a whole group of people or (laughs) two huge groups of people that he did in the last one um you know going back and forth with just one person uh which we'll we'll talk about that again later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, it it just kind of doesn't it, it it did make sense. Yeah. So by this point in the in the movie, Corey becomes essentially the new Michael Myers for a little while because he takes his mask uh, and starts going on a killing spree. It's all the against all the people that that were mean to him. So, Jason, by the time by this point in the movie, because I know you watched this fairly late at night, were you still on board or were you kind of already hating it by this point? Um, to be honest, um, and I think I said this to you and, and I know I said this to Mr. J cause Mr. J and I talked about this too. Um, I, I know, um, I, I wasn't completely checked out, but an hour into the movie, especially this is supposed to be like, the grand finale especially because you know i mean i think jamie lee curtis has said it before but you know she said this is gonna be the last time she does laurie yeah this is goodbye Um, to laurie strode yeah so this is supposed to be the the big uh the big finale like you know it's kind of like everything's leading up to this and even if you um could you know, you consider Halloween one, um, because I mean, what the series did was basically, or what this trilogy did was basically, okay, Halloween one happened. Now we're going to pick up where we want to and go with it. So this is still from Halloween one to three movies later. This is like, this is like it. Yeah. (laughs) This is like throw down, nose holds barred. Like it's supposed to be the end, and an hour into the movie, and I haven't even seen him. And to be honest, the, the new character I could give two shits about. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, what have I been sitting here for the last hour for? Like, because yeah. I'm, you know, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> it was, just, it was just kind of pure. Um, and like I said, I was like, 
at that point, I still wanted to see where they were going with it and, you know, see how it ended and everything. So at that point, I'm not like a hundred percent, like, you know, I went to the point where I'm like, I'm going to turn this off or I'm going to walk away from it. But, but I definitely like at that point, I was just like, what, uh, what, what am I doing here? (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I totally understand people's dislike of where they decided to go, especially, I wonder if we would feel different about this movie, like us as in the Halloween fan base, if we would feel different about it if it weren't marketed as the end. Do you think that if it w- if it was just another entry in the franchise and not the end of Laurie Strode and Michael Myers, do you think people would view it a little bit differently? Yeah, I mean, I, I think there would still be a, a decent amount of disappointment with it. Yeah. I, I think you would still have that line draw where uh, some people loved it, some people didn't. You know, I think you would still have that line just because of the movie itself, because it's, it, you know, it is what it is, and it's completely different. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you would still have that line drawn, but even, even if this had been... Um, you know, Halloween kills, maybe you wouldn't see that extremity or as extreme of the division or so many people being like, what the hell? Yeah. Like if, like if this one was like in the middle, as opposed to the, the final chapter, which actually would kind of make more sense if it was the one in the middle where like, say the end of Halloween 2018 is where the community sort of turns upside down in the middle, we have this side story about this other person kind of becoming another Michael while Michael's hiding. And then say like next Halloween, we flip it and Halloween ends is where it's like the final showdown between Michael and Lori once and for all. Like this ends here. We're not going to see another Michael Myers. Right. And and like storyline wise or with the story progression, that would make more sense or even having Corey's storyline in the second one, you know, and then coming back with, you know, we're going to do Halloween ends. We're going to kill Michael. And then even towards the third act or maybe even just at the end. And it's like Corey's the next generation. Yeah. Like that would have made more sense. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree with you on that. And So the other thing people were kind of theorizing about, there's just little nods that Michael could still be somewhat more than a human because, I don't know if you caught this, it's such a small detail, but I noticed this in the theater on the big screen being like, does this mean something here? When he gets his first, when Michael Myers gets his first kill in of the movie where he kills the cop alongside Corey... Before that, he's, like, really weak and feeble, but he almost seems to, like, perk up a little bit when he when he makes his first kill. And I thought back to that, you know, the more he kills, the more he transcends. And I'm like, did, like, did him killing a person just, like, heal him? Well, you know, and that, that, may, be, that may be what they were shooting for. I would see it more as an... Um, I, I don't think I probably picked up on that like you did, but I would see it more of, uh, it's just been a long time for him. And so he gets a kill after 
so many years and he's like, ah, this again. <laughs> like, oh, know, fair enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Because the other. Been fine. Yeah. Because obviously he enjoys killing people. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so. Oh, forgive my security system, everybody. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it definitely. It, you know, I would see that more as just like. <laughs> Yay, I'm back at it. They're like, hey, I'm I'm back now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotcha. Exactly. I gotcha. Because the other thing people were debating about too was like, when Corey becomes more evil, people are like, is Michael Myers like evil essence transferring into him, like fueling him? Or, yeah. Or, yes. Yeah. I didn't even. Uh, <laughs> that's know, a, I that's didn't a part even... of the movie that I still can't wrap my head around because we get the we get the story from the dad of the of Jeremy, the one that. Corey accidentally killed in the beginning right and the dad at the bar is like you know the the one that the kid that accidentally killed my son was not the one i saw walking down the street right Right. you know later on and i'm like but but he hasn't seen michael yet at least i don't think so you know like (laughs) yeah i don't under i don't fully understand what what they what they were getting at there yeah, now that you say it, I think I did pick up on that too. Um, but I don't know if they were trying to insinuate that my, that might have been Michael, or um, you know, it's it's Halloween. He could have seen any random kid walking. Yeah, away exactly. From, you know what I'm saying? So, well, they definitely don't make it subtle that Corey's becoming a new Michael throughout the movie because he works at a car shop, so he's wearing a jumpsuit and. <laughs> His uh, yeah. his hairstyle is short, curly hair, which looks very much like Michael Myers in the first one, where Laurie rips his mask mask off. Right. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I I can see where they're gonna go. So when when Corey became the killer, did you uh, were you happy to see some killing going on, or were you just kind of like, well, this is stupid? <laughs> well, it was. It, it, I think the problem or most of the problem that I had with the movie is because the movie was all about that. It was all about Corey's transformation or, or passing the torch or him becoming the new evil yeah. and almost nothing to do with Michael. Yeah. And, and even when Michael does come back, they don't even really talk about him. Like, yeah, he just, <laughs> like, it is kind of happenstance that so Corey, you know, goes on his killing spree uh, which side note has an awesome death where he kills the <laughs> kills the radio DJ. Oh yeah, yeah. And the tongue is skipping the record on the air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is so like out of place, but it's cracking me yeah. up with what's going on. Yeah, it was a good move. It was it was pretty funny. But um, so you know we we continue on with Corey and Corey's like I gotta, you know, me and Allison because they have like a whole love story that like yeah. comes out of nowhere <laughs> like yeah. i was like you've met for like one day and you're already like gonna run away together i'm gonna run away with him yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that part i didn't really love that much i was just kind of like really this is where allison's gonna go after all she's been through <laughs> like um right but you know Lori at one point says to Corey, like you like stay away from my granddaughter there's something wrong with you yeah. And uh, Corey's like, I got to kill Lori now because, like, Allison's mine. 
I did get really nervous. I was like going to be so pissed off if Lori just blew her brains out with the gun there. Yeah, yeah. And obviously they fake us out and she shot a pumpkin because she knew that Corey was in the house somehow. But I was going to be like livid if that's how she goes. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, did it get yeah, you I, or did you think that they or did you not fall for it? No, I didn't. Yeah, I was when I saw her, you know, with the gun and everything. I was like, ah, she ain't gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. She's not done yet. It would, it would make sense if she finished off Michael and then did it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> because of all the shit that she's been through. But yeah, I was, well, that's what, I was like, nah, she ain't, nah, she ain't gonna do it. Well, that's what we were all waiting for, right? Was Lori to die alongside Michael? Um. No, I mean. That's what I was expecting. I kind of, um, I kind of had a feeling that they would do that because it's the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't. I don't know that I directly, uh, you you know, walked into it going, okay, yeah, they're going to kill Lori off, right? Uh, but, um kind of always with you you have that hero and you know it's the last movie and you're like okay well <laughs> you know, they're probably gonna kill him yep um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um so i mean that was in the back of my mind but i i didn't walk in going yeah they're definitely gonna kill lori off i gotcha uh, okay fair enough because because it's it's it, again uh, with it with it being the end like let her go out in style, you know, like, yeah, for sure. And she's, she's been in whatever version that you've watched. She's kind of always been a badass. Um, yeah. Even, even when they killed her off in resurrection, which, yeah. Um, <laughs> which, uh, hot take here on the podcast and, uh, don't crucify me listeners, but I actually really like Halloween resurrection. He <laughs> loves it. Yep. I fully recognize that it is incredibly goofy, but I enjoy it anytime I watch it. Well, uh, and, and it can be argued too because I I love campy stuff. So oh yeah, for I sure. Mean, for example, I mean, not that not that Friday the Thirteenth has always been like the scariest or the most serious thing on the planet, but <laughs> definitely um, not the the remake um, that you do not like, right? And you don't like the one with. Uh, so I really liked it when I saw it in the theaters and several times after that. It wasn't until like three years ago, and I still really like it, but it wasn't until like three years ago when I rewatched all the Friday the 13th that I was like, eh, this one didn't hold up as well as I thought it did, but I still really like it. See, I loved that one because even before getting to the remake, uh, I always saw Friday the 13th, especially the later ones, having... A, a ton of cheese in it and very campy and, <laughs> and it mean, seemed like and it seemed like the the you know the people that were you know kind of doing the later ones were like yeah this is cheesy we're gonna make it cheesy like jason they x knew they were, yeah they knew oh yeah <laughs> which, which i which we love by the way yeah jason x is <laughs> untouchable yep <laughs> that's one of the best is that your favorite <laughs> in the franchise <laughs> um no, uh, definitely. Uh, what it's completely different. Like the second one, I think, as far as Friday the Thirteenth or or being a horror movie or it, having some good scares in it. You know, number two, obviously. 
Um, oh yeah, that's a great it's, one. Is is probably my favorite, but uh, but yeah, <laughs> X is right there next to it. But because it's so cheesy, I mean, like one of my favorite death scenes of any horror movie is still <laughs> when he's got the girl in the sleeping bag and he's just yep. slamming her up against the tree. Like that shit is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Which, which they've done that sleeping bag kill. I think three times now they did it in part seven. Oh, uh, did they? Really? Yeah. Where the telekinetic girls fighting Jason. Then they did it again in Jason X and they did it in the remake. It's one of the early deaths um oh, yeah yeah in the yeah. remake yeah say so that yeah <laughs> it's so absurd right but um but yeah it's so, like because uh, we randomly got off on resurrection I, like resurrection <laughs> resurrection I want to say they knew what they were doing with it being as cheesy as it is and as campy as it is, but I'm not sure because sometimes it tries to take itself seriously. And then other times you're just like, this is so ridiculous. Like, yeah, it goes from Lori's death scene in that one to trick or treat motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then we get Busta Rhymes. So good. (laughs) Yeah. Cause (laughs) you need, you need Busta Rhymes in any good horror movie. I don't <laughs> think, as much as I enjoy Resurrection, I don't think they knew what they were doing because it was that movie that ended the first like cycle of movies, which then led into it being rebooted. And Rob Zombie and company were like, "Yeah, we need to, <laughs> we need to like hit the reset button here." Well, and sometimes like unintentionally, <laughs> I mean, there are some things like unintentionally where they're trying to be serious and it's just so bad that you laugh at it. And yeah. sometimes I get into that stuff. Um, I mean, I know you've never seen um, The Room, but uh, The Room is a perfect example of that where they were really trying to make this uh, serious movie like it was not supposed to be funny at all and the whole thing's just freaking hilarious yeah i don't know why it's taken me so long to watch that because i really wanted to watch it before the disaster artist came out because that movie right. looked awesome right uh but and on- it is really good yeah so i've heard um but honestly i've been hoping that like one of the theaters will do one of do those one of those late night screenings of the room so yeah. that i can see it in the theater yeah yeah, and that would be great. And but going going into it knowing that you're going into it to laugh is different than like Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, seeing it blind to like, you know, somebody's just like, "Oh, have you seen The Room? This is such a great movie." And then you get to watch it <laughs> and you're like, "What is this piece of shit?" Um <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. <laughs> yeah. I did not do it. Oh, hi Mark. No, hi, Mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So you uh, haven't even seen the movie. I know, you know but I know that scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I know, um, I know the flower shop scene as well. Yeah, that one's really good. Hello, doggy. Uh, or whatever it yeah, says. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello, doggy. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's. <laughs> but yeah, so there's there's that that line. So that's where I kind of differ on some of them. But sure, sure. Well, um, as we, you know, as we. We're, we were talking about, uh, you know, Corey and his whole trajectory in, in Halloween Ends. And, yeah. you know, he faces off with Laurie and ends up offing himself 
uh, because he's outmatched and he's like, if I can't have Allison, no one can. And he slits his own throat, uh, hoping that Allison will blame uh, Lori. But it's at that point that Michael Myers comes in. But again, he's not there for Lori. He's just there to get his mask back from Corey. Right. And how he how he knows where Corey is is beyond me. (laughs) (laughs) How he knows where anyone is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I recognize we've never questioned that before, but I it wasn't until this movie that I was like, maybe he followed him because he did sit up right after Corey beat him up. But I was like, how in the hell did you know exactly where he was? She jumped out that window and she went four houses down and did a zigzag (laughs) on the way. But he knows where she's going. Exactly. But uh, uh, yeah, the final showdown between Lori and Michael for the last time. Two problems. Okay. Well, yeah, two problems. <laughs> okay, go for it. <laughs> Number one, in the previous film, they have a an entire gang of people, like 20 people, that, <laughs> I mean... They do eventually take him down, but then they, you know, blast him all up, and he's still able to get up. Yeah, I, and take I out thought like twenty people. Yeah, I thought in kills we were seeing him die, honestly. And then we're down to Lori, mm-hmm. and and not Lori with any um, advantage. Yeah. It's just him and her. It's it's not like she set up some elaborate trap or or she's been waiting for him, and so. She's gotten something ready or she's she knows how she's going to take him out. It's just there he is. We're going to fight. It's just her. How <laughs> it's just her. And she manages to take him out. Yeah, I I thought was a little. And, and I mean, yeah, Lori's a badass, except for in this one, because she doesn't act like it. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, Lori takes him out. Um so the kind of that kind of bothered me is like uh, it's, it was just Lori and she didn't have the leg up or anything. It's, yeah, it was just Lori. So that's strange. Um, and then number two, like the it, it took like like three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely some Batman v Superman with- going on where the whole marketing is about the final battle and they fight for like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, you're building this, like, again, it's it's with it being ends and it's supposed to all be over. And and first of all, you don't even have Michael in half of the movie. And then when you get to the final showdown, it's just <laughs> like, it's like this two minute thing. And I'm just like, uh, what the hell? Yeah, um, the unfortunately, I do have to agree with you on that because I, I do wish that the final battle was was staged better it's so off the wall that that's where Corey goes and michael's not there for Lori. it just is happenstance right and Lori doesn't know that michael's even around like she hasn't seen him right and yeah i i do that's a good point like that didn't even occur to me she hadn't even seen him the entire yeah, she only movie. she only knows Corey, which freaks her out enough that she's so focused on that she doesn't know anything about michael myers right and I, I don't think anybody even around her in town is talking about him right well they're if talking I, they're talking about him in that he because disappeared, they always but they, do. yeah but they haven't seen him 
Right, exactly. Like yeah, the, so like the, the only one that knows that Michael Myers is back is Corey. Corey, yeah. Um yeah, so that's that's weird too. <laughs> yeah, it is very very strange, but I did enjoy the fight. I do wish that it was more climactic. It did feel very like, oh, we're done now. Like yeah. you're going to yeah. you're going to pin him to the table with like three knives and drop a fridge on his on his leg and <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, like, I mean, it had some satisfying moments when she's pinning him down and stuff like that. But it's it's so short that you're just like, oh, okay, that's oh, we're done now. Okay. Yeah, and there were two instances <laughs> where I thought that Laurie would actually die at the same time as him because in the trailer, they lie to you. They say there's a line in there where Laurie is like, "For him to die, I have to die." That's not in the movie. Oh, I don't even, yeah, I don't even, well, which I don't think I really, to be honest. Yeah, she um, she never says that in the movie from yeah. what I saw. Um, yeah. But I did think that he was going to snap her neck when he grabbed her after he was pinned to the table. Yeah. And then yeah. that awesome scene where Allison comes in and breaks his arm. Right. <laughs> I loved that moment. Um, yeah. And then they slit his throat. And then, honest to God, I thought that he was going to wake up one last time and pull Lori right. into the grinder at the end. Now, as we're speaking of the grinder, <laughs> that is that is a positive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because every uh, well, and before I hit that too, um, just you know, because we were still kind of talking about nobody even seeing Michael Myers, and he doesn't come in till like half of the film. Yeah. Um, I mean, to me, that's like, um, it's kind of like me being like, hey, like, Kev, you want to go watch the new Nightmare on Elm Street movie? And mm -hmm. you don't see Freddy until the last 30 minutes. Like, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, that'd be so <laughs> awful, dude. Yeah, that's like, I mean, it's, it's kind of the same, same thing. Like, you know, it's like um yeah but that was just my little tidbit you, yeah. i think the thing it, with freddy though is that because he's a dream monster like you are waiting for what crazy off the wall thing is he gonna do to kill this person whereas right. michael is like yep gonna kill him with a knife so i kind of know what yeah. to expect so i'm not disheartened when i lose a little bit of it but like right but you're but you're i mean you're going to you're going to see a halloween film because you want to see michael myers just yeah. the same as like you're going to see nightmare on elm street because you want to see freddy yeah like and, and usually it's as well done as i think the opening scene of this was of, of halloween ends like it's still kind of like opening scene like uh, you know you're expecting to see michael or freddy or whoever like you know Yep. Get get somebody good. <laughs> and yeah, then man. let's move on and then let's move on to the storyline and we'll come back later. But um Yeah. Uh, so you were saying the no, positive with the grinder though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um with with Michael Myers, Freddie, Jason, like whoever all these like killers that keep coming back. I'm like, why don't they set that mother on fire? <laughs> Wait till there's nothing but bones left. Yep. And then we're good. <laughs> and then I saw the wood chipper and I was like, now there's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like a car grinder of some sort. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a metal grinder. Um, but but anytime I think of a grinder or a chipper of some sort, 
my, my mind just goes to Tucker and Dale versus evil. <laughs> yeah. My my goodness, officer, we have had a doozy of a day. <laughs> Teenagers are killing themselves all over our property. Oh my gosh, that what? I need a, to watch that again. It's been too long. Yeah, we need to do an episode on that, dude. Yeah, I, we'll have to. Um, yeah, before before we get through October, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and watch it so it's fresh on my mind, and then we'll we'll do an episode because yeah, same same. I love, I love that movie so much. Me too, man. Um, <laughs> I could watch it. I could watch it a hundred times, and it never gets old. You guys uh, um, going camping? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite line in the entire movie. But let's continue. <laughs> For, well, and and for our listeners too, I, I think the cult call uh, the cult following for Tucker and Dale versus Evil is is big enough now that if you're any kind of horror fan, you should have seen this film. Oh um, yeah, but if you have not seen or maybe even heard of Tucker and Dale versus Evil, go watch Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Join us back before the end of October. We'll get it in. Yeah, dude, um, it's it's up there with. Uh, Evil Dead is one of the best horror comedies ever. Yes, you will. You will love yourself at the end of that movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so, so yeah, so that was that was the one positive. I was like, yes, put him in the wood chipper. He ain't yeah, coming back. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it was definitely uh, satisfying. And then after that, you know, like Allison, the granddaughter, does leave Haddonfield finally. Um, right. Lori finishes her memoir and that's the end. And we've mentioned this before, but the song that starts the credits is not the Halloween theme. It no. is don't fear the reaper. Yes. Which such a, Wait. one of my all time favorite songs. Yes. I love that song. And um, I didn't, I totally forgot that it was a callback to Halloween 78 because it's playing in the car in the original when they're driving and smoking. Yep. Yep. And I was like, um, oh, that's such a good... And we do get the theme like when the credits go on, but I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh, that's a, when, I, when I realized what that callback was, I'm like, that's a that's a nice way to, to evoke the feeling of Halloween 78. Yeah, and I, I love that song. And of course, uh, Blue Oyster Cult. Me too. Ooh. For some reason, I always think Don't Fear the Reapers from the 80s for some reason, because I think it just sounds Ooh. to me like an 80s song, but I'm like, no, it's the 70s. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just going to say Blue Oyster Cult was huge in the 70s, so obviously yeah, such that's a why it's on the car. Yeah, such a great band, such a great song. But um, but yeah, and well, and even Laurie writing the memoir thing, I just, I just, I don't know, I thought it was a little off, like, it, because she's in the past been so like not wanting to connect herself with Michael Myers, like wanting to distance from that, like people in town or people in general, not just knowing her for being Lori, you know, right, like right. Lori, the girl that almost got killed by Michael, but now she wants to write a whole book about it. That's and true. She like, feels oh. bad when she's cornered by the person in the parking lot. Uh, yeah, and they're like yeah. because you, because your boogeyman got away, or no, 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 right? Corey's mom says that. Yeah, because it's Corey's mom that says that because your boogeyman got away, they needed a new one. Right, um, right. But the woman in the parking lot at the store says because you teased a man with brain damage, like my sister's here, uh, right? And her life is ruined, and she can't speak. Yeah. So yeah, that isn't and she's clearly, you know, upset that she's known for that. And that's the whole thing is that 
Corey doesn't like what he's known for. Allison doesn't like the attention she gets for being the granddaughter. Right. Yeah. So I guess you could look at the memoir. Let me write a book about it and bring more (laughs) attention to it. (laughs) Yeah. I guess the memoir, you could look at it like, you know, getting all metaphorical. You can't run from the trauma. Like you have to face it and just kind of accept it, I guess. Well, there are many, many, uh, like therapists and and stuff like that, that actually, uh, you know, highly believe in like people journaling, like getting their thoughts out on paper. Oh yeah, for sure. So like to help people with stress and trauma and stuff like that. So it could just be her getting, getting it out, you know, and she may just be writing it for herself. Like, yeah, we don't know if she published it. it. Yeah. I mean, that could be her journal, uh, you know, for sure. But it, it kind of came off weird to me. I was like, mm, okay. Yeah. So we're gonna... <laughs> yeah, man. Especially, but, uh... especially since like in, in it, it, in one iteration of at least, you know, the couple of different versions, uh, Loomis has already wrote, written a book. So, right. Right. Um, yeah. Cause he, he does it in the original run of six or seven or however many there are. And he yeah, writes the book like in, in Zombies version too. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah, man. But uh, that's that's Halloween ends. And uh, again, I guess just to you know unpack. Uh, lastly, just kind of why I appreciate this one and enjoyed it is just that we've had eleven movies of a lot of killing with Michael Myers. That I guess, especially after the last one, like. I forget what the kill count was, but there was like 50 deaths or something in Halloween yeah, kills. Yeah the, la- yeah, the last one, the uh, the body count was definitely very high. <laughs> yeah, and so I was kind of like, well, it's true to its name. Um, I guess I just was kind of ready to see something different. I don't know if this is necessarily what I wanted it to be, but it ended up being a different kind of anthology Halloween story that I actually kind of enjoyed. And it's definitely something they've toyed with before. Cause if you remember Halloween four, it's hinted at that, uh, Daniel Harris's character, Jamie might be infected, so to speak. Right. Or yeah. Or taking it up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's something they played with before. And I kind of just like that. They were like, you know, we've, we've done the really fan pleasing one with Halloween 2018. We started to hint at something different in kills and now ends they're kind of like you know let's let's bring this full circle and Lori has to not only conquer michael but she has to stop it here and say like there's not gonna be another michael myers in haddonfield however metaphorical that might be and you know crazy it is you know we don't we don't look always for the halloween movies for for right. uh for logic so well and and again i th- you know um, I'm I'm going off of a single watch too, um, which same came same with, came with a lot of disappointment. Um, so going back and watching it again without expectations, you know, I might change my mind a little bit. I mean, yeah, uh, it's it's definitely not going to be anywhere near the top of my Halloween movie. <laughs> no, and I and I would yeah. agree, I would agree with you in that. I love Halloween 3 season of the witch and that's, you know, definitely a favorite of mine for what it is. But yeah, well, but Halloween, Halloween ends is is definitely 
not near the top for me. Yeah, it would be nowhere near my top, but going in without expectation, I might not uh I might not dislike it as much. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, um, probably my least favorite in the franchise if I really sat and thought about it. I know everybody likes to hate on Resurrection and Halloween 6 for some reason is mm-hmm. one that everybody hates, but I like that one. Probably my least favorite was Halloween 5. Which one was that? It's the second one with Daniel Harris um, where it's like oh, yeah. it's like a year later where she's in a psych ward and Michael's coming for her again. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 with, yeah, yeah. With quite possibly the worst Michael Myers mask ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Halloween 5 is probably the one that I... I still enjoyed it, but it's probably the one that I had the least amount of fun watching. Right, right. So... But yeah, you know, you can't win them all, but I, I do think that uh, people online that are saying, like, this is a piece of shit and is, like, not a Halloween movie and you're not a true Halloween fan if you like it, like, calm down, guys, <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, and, and again, like, and I would, I wouldn't even call this one straight down the middle. Like, I'd call this, like, 80-20. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Most of the most people were and 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 that's what i see a lot like oh I'll, I'll see on on my timeline or a friend's timeline where they're like oh god it was awful right and then it'll be like you know 12 or 13 people being like oh, i know yeah <laughs> and there's that one guy <laughs> that's like it was good what are you guys talking about well you know i feel uh, like we're seeing a lot of that this year because at the end of september people were like that with the monsters yeah yeah um and then right after that was Hellraiser. A lot of people were acting the same way. Yeah, which I need to. I still need to watch Hellraiser. I haven't seen it yet. Um, I, need, I need to see it as well. But I also wanted to ask you while I brought up the Munsters. Uh, we've we've spoken about it off the air, but uh, we had talked about doing an episode on it. But you enjoyed the new Munsters, correct? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of that- fun. Yeah, and that's something from from the minute that I saw, uh, you know, that he was working on it, that Zombie was working on it. Um, you know, they, he he said up front, you know, this is going to be PG, and so knowing that it was going to be PG, I was like, you know, he's going to make this just as cheesy and campy and goofy, like as the TV show was, and yeah. that's exactly what i expected walking in and the only difference was it was in color (laughs) (laughs) very true yeah but i mean other than that i mean and i feel like he he grabbed the same humor and um you know just did what he wanted with it like Mm -hmm. i even saw people i even saw people being like uh, especially with the um the creature from the black lagoon costume like i mean it looks like something you got out of halloween express (laughs) and and people are like and and i mean i think that was even an exact quote that i saw somebody it was like that costume looked like it came out of halloween express 
And I just yeah. wanted to like, I just wanted to scream at him. I just wouldn't be like, that's the point. Yeah, it's not supposed <laughs> to be taken seriously. Yeah, there, there's not supposed to be like a special effects budget to make all the monsters look realistic. That's not the point. It's supposed to look cheesy and campy and it's supposed to be and the, the act- show. Yeah, and the acting is supposed to be over the top. Yeah, the acting's supposed to be over the top and not taken serious. I mean, the whole thing is not to be taken seriously. Like it's supposed to be funny and campy. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know what people th- thought it was going to be. <laughs> I don't know, man. My my mom and I mentioned this on the episode that we did on the monsters when it came out, and it really just does. Like you can act, you can absolutely dislike the movie, and I understand that. But for a lot of the hate that I saw, it was just one, most of them don't like Rob Zombie. Yeah. Or two, they are not familiar with the Munsters and expected it to be... I saw one comment that made me laugh. It said, uh, the Munsters was garbage. I like real horror. I, yeah. <laughs> and I'm well, like, it's I, not horror, dude. Yeah. And I mean, it's because to be honest, I mean, you can... I mean, the show's so old, like, I mean, you could talk to a 25-year-old and say, hey, did you like the Munsters? And they'd be like, what? What's the Munsters? Like, you know? Yeah. It, it, and... <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> oh, sorry for the... <laughs> Are you okay, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I've got Family Guy on in the background. Like I don't even have, I don't even have the sound on. Um, but they're recreating my favorite scene from Raising Arizona, and <laughs> it just had me cracking up. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no worries. That was funny. <laughs> but uh, but anyways, uh, but yeah. So yeah, they had, you know, even somebody that's, you know half our age like they have no idea what the monsters are and they don't know what they're getting into yeah um but i mean i i did i mean most of the people um you know that i've that i've talked to that have seen it and and liked it um or you know my age or older um and then you know the kids actually liked it like they thought it was hilarious like they loved it yeah, dude. Um, I, I think I've watched it with the kids at least twice, and I know they watched it with you. So they did watch um, the monsters with me. Yeah, yeah. They even asked me if if they could watch it again the other day. I was like, sure. Because oh, <laughs> awesome. uh, one of them, I won't say who, uh, when I asked them at the end, did they like it? One of them said, "Yeah, I did," uh, but I don't think I'd ever watch it again. <laughs> uh, that would be my Des Tez. <laughs> yeah, that was Desi. <laughs> Dude, I just off of their knowing what they said. Like, I know those. Two, I mean, they're my kids, so of course I. Yeah, know yeah, yeah. Them perfectly, but yeah, you can just tell me what they said, and I know which one it was. <laughs> <laughs> I was cracking up. So now to hear that they've watched it multiple yeah. times is is very funny. Yeah, and it's I, I think it's more Ellie liking it than Desi, but Desi's watched it with us too. So, but yeah, yeah well, I, Desi's, I a, Desi's a a cool cat. She uh, <laughs> she won't uh, she won't tell you if she uh, 
if she yeah, likes she likes something. Yeah, yeah, she <laughs> likes to play coy. Yeah. Well, so so there's one where we both liked it, and the majority of everybody else hated it. So there yeah. you go. Yeah, we agree there sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, that's our uh, with a lot of tangents in in between and all throughout. But that's our discussion on on Halloween ends. Um, you know, opinions can change. Jason might go back and watch it and like it a little more. I might go back and watch it and like it a little less. This is just sort of our initial thoughts on it. And uh, I thought it was a good episode to uh, to have Jason back on. So Yeah, absolutely glad to be back. Hopefully I don't have to take any time off again. And, <laughs> um, you know, uh, even if you decided to sit through the spoilers on this episode, uh Go watch the movie anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, go, I think yeah. I think most people know what to expect at this point, but go watch it and, and form your own opinion. You know, don't let the I said this on the Monsters episode. Don't let the internet and other people tell you what you should think about something. You know. Yeah, and I mean, even um, with like going into, I mean, I watched Halloween like as soon as it came out because it went to Peacock immediately. Yeah, so, and I I waited like three days or something went and saw it in the theater and i'll watch it on peacock again because i do want to you know pick up on more stuff uh yeah, on it again and, and i i didn't even have time for anybody to start hating on it and, <laughs> and watch it but even even if i had seen the hate i'd be like oh, i'm gonna watch it anyway yeah man so, so definitely if you haven't seen it watch it yeah I mean, go give it a watch and it's it's fun at least for for october so and i'll i'll definitely say um you know even from my perspective it's it's worth a watch watch it yeah man yeah it's definitely cool. worth a watch cool man well uh yeah so that's our that's our discussion on halloween ends hope you guys enjoyed that it's awesome to have uh jason back jason you already said we should talk about uh tucker and dale versus evil uh before yeah. october ends. shall we do some some more episodes for the coming weeks uh yeah definitely um <laughs> we'll we'll do tucker and dale and I, I know you really and after seeing it um i actually wanted to talk about malignant too so maybe we'll slide that in there yeah dude, um, for sure we got a couple we got a couple movie reviews that we we put on hold uh for a little while while we were trying to get schedule stuff in line but uh i think we want to talk some jennifer's body and some it follows yeah. as well Oh yeah, um, I've got a a fun little uh, guessing game that I wanted to throw your way that should be uh, should be a lot of fun and yeah we're gonna get more guests and just keep on going. We're uh, this is episode sixteen already. I mean yeah, already. <laughs> this is uh, this is flying by. So uh, we want to thank you guys again for listening and uh, yeah get in touch with us on social media on uh, Facebook and Instagram Midnight Terrors Podcast. And uh, Jason, yeah, I said definitely. Up- if 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 anybody listening has any suggestions, they want to hear our opinion on anything. Give us a movie we haven't seen, or if we have seen it, it's one of your favorites, and you just want us to talk about it. Like, just let us know. Put it in the comments. Whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And I set up an email address not too long ago: midnightterrorspodcast at gmail dot com. You can actually email stuff to us uh, awesome. that you want us to talk about. So. Uh, Yeah, guys, that's it for this episode. Tune in again next week for more Midnight Terrors podcast, and uh, we will see you all then. Later. Keep it it creepy. You want to do your shtick before I hit the record button? No, it's fine. (laughs) Later, guys.